Previously, on This Is How We Roll. I didn't see any, I didn't see Floso in there. I, I'm concerned. I, I mean, is she, I hope she's not gone. I mean, she just dove in there and I didn't see anything. What are you guys talking about? She, she fell into a hole inside of a turtle that's underwater. We're going back to the horn. Why? Because we're, we're toast. We're done, guys. This is it. Like, what, what more do you want? You know what? We're defaulting back to Flint looking after Flint. How much do you want to buy this lich dust for? Oh, lich dust, huh? Yeah, dust from a lich. Can you just can you describe the creature? Yeah, it almost killed Dresden and likely killed killed Felosiel. But I but I remembered them. I I got these at Greenhall. Do you remember that they they are tracking us everywhere we go? He wants to make a pit stop at, at, at Greenhall. And the, the inventor goes down and uh, enters his cabin as well, having placed a couple of clamps on some of the console keys to keep it in the same uh, altitude and direction that it was when he was at the helm. And everyone beds down for a nice long rest overnight. Dawn of the next day. Oh, I want the uh, the uh, Zelda music from Majora's Mask when it's a new day. Yeah, yeah. That's what you hear on the organ, and then no. So I think I think Macecore, you're the first to stir as the light of a new day shines in through the porthole on the side of your cabin. Um, Dresden, having stayed up a bit later and not really needing sleep, is just doing this for recovery purposes and is still sleeping. And you look at him and he looks weirdly uh, cadaver-like as he lays on the bunk beside yours. Um, Is It's a hammock, but he's stiff as a board. Stiff as can be. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, he's, like, kind of completely stiff and floating just above the hammock, God. uh, weirdly. <laughs> um, and, um, so, Macecore, you wake up, and, uh, what do you do? Uh, Dresden? Are you, are you sleeping? I thought you didn't need sleep. And Dresden says nothing. Uh. Okay. I see him just, like, floating, right? And, like. Yes. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Uh. I'm, I say to myself, I'm just, I'm going to go. This is not making me uncomfortable. <laughs> awesome. You, you come out of your cabin, and uh, when, you, uh, when you get out into the hallway, give me a perception check. Ooh. 16. Um, you get a scent of some sort of delicious kind of like smoky flavor coming from down in the galley uh, which is a little deeper into the belly of the boat oh uh, I'm famished I'm gonna go check out uh, I'm gonna go check out 
what that smell is, but do I know which one, uh, which room Flint Flint is in? Yeah, uh, you're all right next to each other, so he's in one of the doors near yours. Uh, you're not sure which one was his versus Piper's, just because you came down and those two doors were closed. Um, can I like listen in on e- any of the rooms to hear if anyone's like stirring? Yeah, give me an investigation. Twelve. Uh, with a 12, I'll give you that one of the rooms has some, like, super strong snoring happening in it, uh, and the other one does not. Uh, you can infer what you will from that. Uh, I think that's Flint. I'm not gonna wake him up, because, uh, he was a little upset last night. I want to talk with him when he's awake. Um, and then I'm gonna proceed to go investigate what the smell is, because Macecore is very hungry. Awesome. You walk down into the galley and you see the inventor standing over um, kind of a strange looking pipe contraption that has some kind of beam of this electric energy that seems to course through parts of the boat and it's just like an arc of it and he's holding uh, a sausage on a spit into this arc and it's just like sizzling as, as he cooks it using this electric energy. And he pulls it out when it's somewhat blackened and puts it on a platter along with several others that he's already cooked. Um, He looks up at you as you come in and he says, Wait, I thought you were steering the ship. Who's steering the ship? Me? I'm not steering the ship. I was sleeping. Oh, God. Wait, who was steering the ship? Uh, Why did you not I thought you were. When did I... I left you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's a good one, right? Oh I, I just I would, kidding. I would. I, I mean, I can go get my sword over here and show you not to make. That. Oh no, please, that's not necessary. Just, just a goof. That's all. So, who uh, is steering the ship if you're here? Well, it's still on cruise, but we should probably head up there pretty soon so that you can help me navigate to this uh, green hall. I, do we have enough fuel? I know you said that was a. Uh... Yes, we'll be all right. Uh, I should have plenty to get there and back to the horn. I just need to uh, resupply when we get back there then. Well, what is this run on, by the way? What type of fuel? <laughs> oh, it's very complicated. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you about it uh, later. You can tell me about it when I, when I help you steer. I mean, we have time. There you go. Perfect. That gives me plenty of time to come up with the answer. Well, what, are you, what are you cooking there, by the way? Oh, these are uh, these are some sausages, cured meats. Uh, do your kind eat sausage? I assume you do. Uh, yes, we're not so different from you. We are, well, I but guess. but we're not. Uh, yes, but help yourself. Uh, and uh, he switches off the device he was using, and he uh, actually grabs a sausage just in his bare hand and is taking big bites out of it as he walks up to the top of the ship with grease running all over his hand. That's so upsetting. Uh, and Mace Corps mm, thinks, that's very upsetting. Ah, so uh, delicious. Sounds, uh, um, and before I, Here, you want one? He waves it in front of your face. I, 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 I will, thank you, I'll get one. By the, I will get, by the way, do you have any... Um, I don't, I don't drink uh, dairy. Do you have any alternatives? Oh, well, we have uh, plenty of wine in that, that crate over there. Do you have any, uh... I, I, the, I guess that's a little early for that, probably. Uh, yeah, a little early. I mean, like, any sort of, um, beverages that are not wine. Maybe, like... How about, uh... Saffron rum. milk. 
Saffron milk, huh? Well, never heard of it, but how about, uh, how about some cheap coffee? Now, I, you know what? I, I'm gonna stick with the sausage, then. There's plenty of seawater. We could drop a bucket. I, I don't drink seawater, <laughs> just, like, just like you don't. Well, I have to admit, I drank some while you guys were gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were you close to dying? Because, uh, that's, that, I, even I'm a dragon, I even know not to do that. I well, I did. I did hallucinate a bit. I thought I was hallucinating when I found you all. I, to be honest, when I went to sleep last night, I thought for sure I was going to wake up in the storm again. But here we are. I guess it's real this time. Well, no more seawater for no, me. No, no, no. Well, after you're done with us, you could do whatever you want, but not while I'm here. All right. Well, I'm going to get back up there. I'll see you on t- uh, up on top so we can find Green Village. I'll see you in just a minute. I'm going to go pick up the sausages that you made. Thanks for making them. All right. Um, Flint and Dresden, can you each give me a... Let's do perception. Should I... Am I Am I going to have a disadvantage at all for... Uh, No, you've, you've been sleeping for more hours than Dresden, so I think you're kind of on level footing. Okay. Uh, a 20, not natural. A 26. Um, Flint, you're the next person to smell food. Uh, it smells disgusting to you because you have a horrible hangover. Just awful hangover. There's two empty bottles of this wine rolling around on the floor in your cabin. Um, and one that's, like, half drank that's sort of, like, tipped over and, uh, is, like, in the hammock with you. Yikes. Yeah, you're, you're not feeling great. But you smell the sausages, so what do you do? And you did get a long rest, so you're all recovered and everything. Um, can I just give a listen to see if uh, anybody is around? Um, yeah, you hear someone go up the stairs. Um, can you give me? Uh, let's do. Um, yeah, let's do another perception check for like people. And I'll see what you can tell. An 18. So you can tell based on the step pattern that it wasn't one of your friends going up the stairs, but it sounds like the shambling inventor. Um, and you can hear someone is down in the galley still, and it sounds like Mace Core. I'm going to uh, not get out of my room. Uh, I'm just okay. going to roll over because I'm still kind of like... I think that there's like a combination of like scared, angry, and embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, um, yeah, just kind of like roll over and just either try and like feel better by sleeping or just like if I can't sleep, just sit there and wait for Perfect. nobody to be there. I love it. And Dresden, you're the next person to wake up. Uh, what do you do when you awake? And you you wake up in your cabin, you find that Mace Core is no longer there, um, and the sun has risen outside of your porthole. Um, can I smell the bacon? Or I'm sorry, the sausage? Yeah, that's that's uh, essentially okay. what woke both of you up, is the scent of this sausage. Um, I am going to go to the door and peek out into the hall to see if Flint's there. 
make me a... Uh, actually, no, you don't need to do a check there. You you peek out and see that there are still two doors closed. Um, and you peek your head out just as the professor is going up the stairs beside you. Um, and he waves a sausage that he's holding in his fist. And he says, mm, There's sausages down there in the galley if you want some. Waving <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that sausage to everybody. <laughs> immediately look away from, the, from what he was eating. Well, th- thank you. Uh, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna head up, uh, on deck. Dresden is gonna stomp on the steps going up extra loud. Okay. Uh, make a... Damage Boy, roll. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, what are you trying to achieve with that? <laughs> Auditory <laughs> attack. I, I, I think Dresden's still a little pissed, uh, at, at Flint and probably knows that he... And is suspecting he might have a bit of a hangover, so maybe just trying to be a little bit of a dick. <laughs> okay, make a uh, let's do a st- athletics check. <laughs> God, it's not a strength of mine. So, oh, and that twenty. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you you stomp so good on these stairs, and it's just like echoing down the hallway and. Particularly under your door, Flint, uh-huh. you can just hear like thud, 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 and uh, and it's like shaking you a little bit in your hammock, even. One D four damage. Uh, <laughs> yes. No damage. But, damage. <laughs> but I will say, uh, with that nat twenty, uh, that Flint, you also pick up that this was aimed at you. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh man. Hello everyone, it's Alex, your Flint Fireforge, here to deliver your mid-roll announcements. If you're enjoying our show, make sure to leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening. Reviews help us to be noticed by more listeners like you. Also, don't forget to share our podcast with friends and family during the upcoming holiday season. Word of mouth is another great way to help us grow. And for more content, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash thisishowweroll. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll get access to side quests, maps, cut content, and more. And thanks to our patrons, Junior, Johanna, and Mario. That's all I have for you this week, so let's get back to the episode. Uh, Mayscore, you, uh, you grab a sausage and then are you heading up on deck? Um, I'm gonna. Ha- is there like more than just sausages there? Is there like eggs? Uh, give me an investigation. Seventeen. Uh, with a seventeen, you find a couple of boxes that have some like local fruits and things from the horn. They're dried, uh, for the most part, um, since it's been a bit of a longer journey. Um, you find some like nuts and you know more natural things as opposed to the dried sausages that he was heating up. Um. Yeah, and you find like uh, like other cured meats like bacon um, packed away in a crate full of sawdust. And yeah, I don't know. You, you find a couple of things. Um, more jugs of wine in another box. And you do find that there is a 
there is a water storage system that has a fair amount of fresh water still in it. Uh, it's a large barrel with a tap at the end of the galley. Um, well, I'm going to take the sausage and I'm going to take some of the nuts and stuff. And um, I don't have I have cold fire breath. So I was going to say, like, I'm going to heat up one of the sausages with my breath, but I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to go back upstairs. Um, I'm going to go back upstairs to help steer the ship. But um, could I hear do I hear any of the things that just happened? From Dresden? Yeah, you heard Dresden stomp up the stairs. Uh, you didn't know it was him. You don't know what he was trying to achieve with it. You just heard someone stomp up the stairs. Uh, I think, oh, that might be Flint. I, I, I'm going to go check up and see if he's up. All right. Um, are you checking up on deck? Yeah, on deck. Uh, Flint, you hear um, someone walking by your cabin now um, after this pointed stomping happened. Uh any reaction from you there, or are you just kind of, like, letting it all happen? Uh, I mean, I'm obviously... I. You said that it doesn't smell good to me. Is that I'm, like, so hungover that it actually yeah. doesn't smell good to me? Yeah. Um, hmm. Is the type of hangover where I think that maybe booze will help me? I'd say so, yeah. I... <laughs> Uh, I think I'll probably uncork, like, or, like, the bottle that's, like, sloshing around. Just, like, take a couple swigs, because, like, I'm probably in a lot of pain. Yeah. Um, I think you feel a sense of relief. Yeah. For, uh, yeah, almost immediately, uh, your throbbing headache starts to dissipate. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the room wasn't spinning, but it was starting to feel a little wobbly. Right. Um, yeah, now now it feels a little better after a few minutes of that wine sinking in. I like it. Um, Mayscore, you emerge out on the deck up top and you find Dresden standing um, and the professor, or sorry, the inventor is in his... Boy, we're all seat. just going to do that. Like, for, he's, like when a sibling gets called by their other sibling's name, that's the, the inventor, <laughs> except with the professor. I feel yeah, like I, we've all done that, like every time. Yeah. Um, Piper is the last person to wake up, and she looks disheveled, but comes out of her room into the galley after Mace Core goes upstairs, and she uh, pokes around and sees some of the stuff that Mace Core was pulling out to eat, and she um, grabs some dried fruits and one of the sausages and makes herself a little plate on a, a tin plate that she finds on a, a shelf in the corner, um, and she takes that with her and heads up to the deck. Uh, so she emerges out on the deck, and the uh, three of you are up there now with the inventor. Um, and he calls over to you, Mace Core, and says, All right, I'm seeing nothing but trees down there. Uh, can you help me out? Where am I headed? Um, can I do a survival check? You sure can. Let's do it with advantage, since you oh. are up in the air. You've got a good vantage point up here. So when was it? 10, 16. That is not too bad. Uh, you get a look at the landscape down below you, and having studied it on maps and even walked many of these woods at some point in your life, you are able to pinpoint the direction of Greenhall fairly easily. And as you do, as you point him in the right direction, um, Piper says, I don't remember that many trees around the horn. Are we going somewhere else? Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to go back home. We are going to go back home, but uh, we need to make a little pit stop Well, did we blow off course? Uh, No, I I, 
we, we're just going to take a little pit stop because we need to go see if Felocio is alive or not. I'm not entirely sure I understand exactly how we're going to achieve that. Can I, can I fill Piper in on the trackers? Or do you want me to exp- explain it? Or should I just say I explain? No, yeah, you you explain okay. you explain the trackers to her. She has lots of questions though about Green Hall and why you're going there, and um, I think this is sort of a moment where she is probably getting a big chunk of your your whole arc, your whole story, and I think it takes a little while for her to not have any more questions about it. Why don't you give me like what whatever the like final line of your whole discussion is? You can like pretend that you just had a long conversation and now you're wrapping it up. <sighs> so Piper, in conclusion, this is why you need to not tell Flint and this and we go find Felocio. Yeah, all right, fair enough. He was being a real arsehole last night, so I'm not gonna. Thank you. Go out of my way for him. Well, okay, you you were being a bit of an asshole yourself, so let's not be po- pointing our fingers, all right? I think uh, Macecore he was the only one who kept his head, and I don't know if any of you are feeling this way, but I feel quite distraught that one of our friends just died, and ah, never mind. I don't want to get into it with you, Dresden, but thank you, Macecore. That's very very helpful. Uh, so I I'm down to go to this Greenhall place as long as I can get back to my home right after because I think this uh, this adventuring lifestyle is just not for me I don't think I'm cut out for no, it I mean you you did some great work back there I totally understand well if you can help me convince Flint uh, I believe me I am I am I would be in tears and in, uh, totally distraught if if Felocio is gone but I, I don't know there's something I, I, I just don't feel like she is and I gotta hold out hope I think we're all holding out hope. Yeah, I guess without hope, we wouldn't have much left, would we? We, uh, With the things we're up against, we sure would. All right, and so you have this conversation. Now, it takes a while, and as you're having that conversation, um, the inventor spots uh, an opening in the forest coming up. Uh, And the forest has, like, a low fog on it in some places, particularly along what appears to be a stream or a river of some sort. And... The trees below you are sparsely uh, leafed. They appear to be almost bare in some spots, and so you can see through a lot of these treetops down to the ground. And sure enough, Macecore, as you're peering over the edge of this ship, you can now see the clearing in Green Hall. And you can see the Great Hall on top of the rock outcropping in the center of the clearing jutting up into the sky uh, and from where you are it, it just looks massive to the surrounding areas and you can't you're too high up at this point to see any like individual people walking around or anything like that but you can tell that you're coming up does on it too. look similar to how we left it is there anything in the forest that's changed or just the trees just the trees looking like they've lost more of their foliage mm-hmm. inventor that's it down there that's it is there a place for you to land well, I see there looks like plenty of openings, so I'm going to uh, start releasing some of the hot gas. And then I'll take the balloon down, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't take that. Okay. 
I thought that was pretty. Fun. That was pretty good. I, I guess that was so. All right. I guess so. You it, know, I. I'll give. I'll give some props for that one. Thank you. At least somebody here has some taste. As he says that, he hits a particularly low bellowing note, and you can actually hear uh, some air escaping from the balloon above, and it starts to uh, the the forest starts to grow closer as you move forward. Um, and you start to descend into the clearing of Greenhall. And as you reach the treetop level and enter into the clearing, um, the professor... Oh, God. Fuck me. It's the inventor. Dude, I can't, I, um, I can't not <laughs> say that. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Um, the inventor brings the aircraft slower and slower until it is just hovering. And then he drains out enough of the air for it to reach the ground. And he says... He calls out to all of you on deck and says, "All right, we need some people to hop down and uh, and drop some of these anchors." Wait, where's the where's the anchor that 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 I told you we needed? Is it still attached? All right, uh, here, you you there with the the very cool goth look. Why don't you take this uh, take this Eulerium anchor and hop off hop off the side there and uh, and just lock it into place so that we're not going to get blown out of here. Very well, and I'll take the anchor and I'll hop overboard and try and put it in the ground so that we can stop moving. Can you make me an athletics Ugh. check to hop overboard? God, it's not going to be pretty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I already used my natural 20, so it's going to take a 1. <laughs> 11. Uh, you, it's not a huge drop. It's like 10 feet down probably from the side of this ship and you kind of like stumble when you hit the ground and end up like partly ending up on the ground yourself, but uh, you hold on to the anchor and it's on that like thin chain and it's this tiny little anchor that, um, as you may recall, I believe it was Mama who had it around her neck yes. as like a uh, pendant. Um, yeah, and you, you hit the switch on it, and you can feel it lock into place, and uh, the chain goes taut as the balloon blows slightly in the breeze, and the ship doesn't go anywhere. And I'll, and I'll call, call up and say, I, th- I think we're all set. Excellent. And you hear the professor hit a few switches, and the whole ship sort of had this, like, humming sound to it the whole time you've been on it, and it just kind of, like dies slowly uh it's like a you know and then it's silent for the first time in the entire trip but that silence is quickly broken by shouts and cries from underneath the ship and dresden uh give me a perception check oh my god you landed on one of the you crushed everyone (laughs) uh 12 through this morning fog that's starting to lift you can see that several people who you recognize have come charging uh, out of their dwellings and their posts with weapons drawn and have surrounded your ship. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, you see Orsic. He's a, uh, for you, Flint, you may not remember, but he's a blacksmith from the Duke's Road Inn who's relocated here to Greenhall. You see Abalaba Kabalab. She is the uh, female gnome that, that takes care of the Hoppy Bunny which is oh the tavern God, in town. Yeah. You see Veet Hammerstone, who is the, uh, he owns the sort of like roadside vegetable stand style shop in town uh, in the Green Hall clearing. Um, he sells like potions and whatnot. You see Andrasta. She's the local blacksmith uh, for Green Hall who now works with Orsic. 
um, and you see Malice the Grey, and they are all surrounding you along with a number of druids who you haven't met, um, and some of them are in animal form, so Dresden, you see, like, people riding horses, you see horses that are people, you see um, a bear, you see, uh, yeah, several different druid forms, and they, yeah, they surround this ship. Um, what do you do? Um, I'm going to call up to the, to the ship and go, um, we have a slight problem down here. And then I'm going to just put my hands up and say, someone mind telling me what's going on? Uh, they probably don't know it's us. Oh yeah. People, these people have never seen me. (laughs) Um, Oh yeah! Don't they know? Well, Wait, no, they you were the, no, you came yeah. back after call yeah. college. Yeah, they, yeah, they would have. Okay. Yeah, we kind of we weren't there that was very long that was a red herring that we we didn't really address it when when we were well, there. Well, I think what's his name, the elder like Nim. druid, yeah, Nim. Nim. He was kind of like, you look different, their son. <laughs> uh, so you put your hands up, um, and. You see several glinting weapons lowered slightly, and uh, Orsic is the one who walks forward and says, Who are you, and why are you landing this great mechanized machine on top of our clearing? And can I peek my head out? Hey, Orsic, no long time no see. Oh my god, it's, it's Macecor, you son of a bitch. Sorry, sorry for the- That can't be Dresden. It is. It, it's- it's... Sorry, I I know you as Jandar, but they told me you're Dresden now. It's a long story. We don't need to get into it, but what is this crazy contraption you've got here? Well, it's a it's a flying boat. I, I've never seen anything like it. Incredible! Oh, well, Lanira needs to know that you're back. I'll I'll notify her. Uh, Orsic, can you tell her we it's urgent? We're missing Felosio. Oh, that 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 weighs heavy on my heart. Oh God, he became Irish. He <laughs> <laughs> can, he can become uh, Irish. That's okay. Weighs weighs heavy on my heart, but well, you better come with us then, quickly. We can take you up to the to the main hall. Is everything okay here? How's it going? Oh, we're good, but we're a bit on edge, as you can see. And he gestures to some of the other folks who have now like started kind of going back to their posts after they figured out it was you all. And he says, it really raised the alarm when we saw you approaching over the horizon. We didn't know what to make of it. I can imagine. But uh, very glad to find that you're friendlies and not, oh, something much worse. Me too. Well, uh, we're here and we're friendly and uh, we have lots of important updates for Lanira. Uh, as you're saying that, you all see a hulking figure come out of the shadows Uh on the edge of the clearing and, and kind of cross through the fog. And it is none other than professor Ali Doiswin from call college in his mechanized suit. And he <laughs> walks toward the ship and striding beside him is the other mechanized suit that contains the soul of, <laughs> Oh God, God which one was it? It was, uh, God, the two people, Fuck. Oh, man. I might have it in my inventory still. Jack's the cube. The fool's scepter. With Damien! Yes, it has Damien's soul in it. 
Damien and Damien oh, and Fabius, yeah. yeah. Um, and so there's these two mech suits that walk up, and uh, you hear, uh, you see Ali Doiswin uh, climb out of his, and he just like walks up to this ship and just like puts a hand on it, and he looks amazed. Um, and um, the inventor hits uh, a big lever on the side of his console. He like cranks it a couple times, and the side of the ship. Uh, you see a big inflatable slide open up so everybody can uh, slide down onto the lawn. I <laughs> like that Dresden jumped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dresden. Well, you had to get it anchored yeah. before you could do the slide. <laughs> Dresden, you could have just waited a second. Well, As a... uh, well I, I suppose I, I'm going to probably wait with the ship here. I don't like the look of these locals. Oh, they're, 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 they know we're friends with them. Uh, you're with us, so you can you can you can stay on the ship if you want. Should I stay here too as well? No, come with us. All right. Uh, is is this something Flinch should be there for? I can go and grab him. He should. Where is he? I uh, well, I think he's probably still sleeping one off. Uh, I I can go get him. Oh, all right. Well, I'm I'm just gonna hop down this slide here and check out another new fucking crazy place. <laughs> You keep bringing me to. <laughs> Don't worry, Piper. Say that you're with us, and you'll be fine. All right, I, I'm with them. I'm just gonna come down the slide now. Nobody stab me, please. <laughs> and she slides down onto the lawn. Uh, Macecore, you head downstairs to Flint's cabin. Flint, you're in there. Uh, you hear a person approaching. Uh, what are the two of you doing? Uh, did I hear us land and all that stuff? Uh, I'd, yeah, I'd say you sort of felt the, uh, the motion stop and the, and you've heard, you could hear like the power source shutting down. Yeah. I think that I at least st- tried to stumble out of my hammock or whatever. And I'm trying to like, yeah, God, it's like hard to like get your shoes on and shit. Like after you're like super hungover and then also had half a bottle of wine to dull the pain of two and a half <laughs> bottles yeah. of wine. Um, so that's what I'm currently doing. All right, make a sleight of hand check for me. I'm good at that one. A twenty-three. Uh, yeah, you do. We don't know how good. low that could have been. It could have been a four. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't a nat. Oh one. man, I, I think that. I did roll a four. Yeah, it was a four. It was a four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, you actually managed to get yourself like looking somewhat presentable. By the time that Mace Quarter knocks and then cracks your door open just a little bit. Uh, Flint, are you up? Yeah, I'm up. Are we Are we at the horn? Uh, are you laying down or sitting up? <laughs> I'm like about to be sitting up. Uh, we're at Green Hall. We're where? Green Hall. You remember? No, I, I don't remember... How we got to Green Hall. Oh, wow. Well. Because when I went to sleep, we were going to the Horn. Um, well, we're going to Green Hall because uh, I remembered I have trackers uh, in my bag, and Felocio had one too. So if she's still alive or somewhere else, the people at Green Hall can find where she is. And what happens when she's not on the map? Well, I think we haven't... We haven't gone that. If she's not on the map, then we have we can make a plan together. What we need to do, but uh, I think that I am holding out hope that she's alive. 
fine. I mean, there's nothing I can. I mean, I'm gonna go up there and give the inventor hell, but oh well. I I I told him I you said to go there, so don't blame him. Yeah, but you I, blame I didn't say that. I, no, I, but what? I get it, Mayscore. I get it. Fine. Well, why don't you, We're at Green Hall. Why don't you come out We're, and you, Lanira can you can greet Lanira? She's always got something fine. fun for us. Yeah, fine. We're here. Fine. I'm gonna get some things for when they tell us that Felocial's dead. And fine. I'm gonna go listen. We'll go figure it out. Okay. And then I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna like kind of like try and get out of the room. I mean, I can get out of the doorway if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know. So let's do it. We're doing your plan now. Okay. My plan. Let's go. All right. And the two of you head up to the surface and slide down onto the lawn. No, 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 no. I stop at the the inventor and I say, why are we here? Well, you wanted to come here and uh, after your generous payment, I really couldn't I don't remember ever saying to come to Green Hall. As I recall, I said, let's go back to the horn. Right, and then um, you told Mace Corps that you wanted to come here, and uh, he relayed that to me. I, and I have my, my hands, and I'm just rubbing my eyes. No. They lied to you and tricked you into coming to Green Hall. That doesn't sound like something they would do. Yeah, uh, okay. Here, hey, out of my mouth right now. Stay here. Don't leave me. Because you still owe me a trip somewhere. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going back to the horn after this. Yeah, Is that I know. where you wanted to go? Yeah. I want to go back to the horn, but then we're going... Oh, boy. Okay. Stay here. All right. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. And then I, I'm going to go down the Has slide. Has Allie come up on to, <laughs> okay. to talk to him now? Um, I think that the three of you... Not you. Why are you... You're not even here. Um, <laughs> yeah, who the three are of- you? But the th- yeah, Keegan, Keegan Reed shows up and asks a question. Um, no, the three of you, um, you head down and um, Orsic escorts you along with Malsey, um, who is just thrilled to see you, but incredibly sad to hear about Felosial's unfortunate situation. The, uh, the three of you head up to the Green Hall, Main Hall, Great Hall, uh, whatever the name Green of it Hall, is. Green Hall, Main Hall, where- Great Hall. You're all you're all on the way there, and uh, if you were to glance around behind you on your way up, you would see that several of these folks who you know from your past adventures, either from Call College or from Green Hall, or the Dukes Road Inn, um, they they seem to be fascinated, and the professor is indeed That's chatting with some chatting of them. With them too. Um, no, just the professor. Um, <laughs> is yes, Cake Felosial around? The inventor is chatting with. Them. Is Cake Felosial there? Uh, is that where we left her? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah no, well, she, she was, was living with she Lanier, was gardening, though, right? but moldy. Yeah, um, we may run into her at some point. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so you head up to Green Hall and you enter in through the sort of living wood that makes up this main hall gate, and you see that the main hall is once again fairly unoccupied. Uh, it's early in the day. And people seem to be bustling around outside, but not so much in here. Um, however, uh, give me a perception check, each of you, as you walk through the clearing on your way up here. An 18. Seven. Fuck. Oh, God. A, a four. Um, so, Flint, you're the only one who really notices, but on your walk up, 
you do start to see folks from Call College, and it looks like a good chunk of them have ended up here. You see Professor Professor Smith, you see uh, Jackie Talladega, um, you see the uh, the cafeteria lady, Gladys. Mm -hmm. um, the Sniggly Rats. Uh, you don't see Professor Sniggly Rats. Uh, but but it's just sort of a smattering of folks that right. you recognize, and then lots of people that you've you've seen in Green Hall before, including uh, Kevin the Kobold who lives, which uh, <laughs> is a real throwback. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that was something we didn't even record. I think uh, it was a side quest to yeah. Anyways, um, and you reach the main hall, and you go into the private conference room behind the court area of the hall and you find Lanira and Nim sitting at the table as per usual. They appear to have hurriedly prepared themselves for this meeting with you and as you enter uh, Lanira stands and says I'm incredibly sorry to hear about the loss of Felosiel. I'll, I'll need to hear the entire story start to finish and then I have quite a bit of news to share with you as well. Uh, well, before we tell you the story, uh, we don't know if she's gone yet. Uh, could you track her to see if she comes up on the map? Of course. Uh, we, we had been keeping an eye on you and then saw that you were headed back our way, so we actually took the map down and, and Nim, do you have the trackers? What are they actually called? Do we have a name for them? I just have trackers. I don't, like I don't, little I don't know that we did. <laughs> I don't know. Is also, did Piper come along to this, or is she outside somewhere? Uh, no, she's in there. Yeah, she's part of the inner circle now. <laughs> map beacons. Yeah, but They're just called did, map beacons. didn't we have to say, like, almost like mischief managed or something? Or yeah. Tra <laughs> I think. Tra what what was it that you said? Do you remember? Uh, oh, shit. I don't remember it. Oh. We say whatever it is well, we had was, to say. That was just to activate it. Um, so we with a little one with that Piper a, made her say, like, yeah. Alohomora. And then it would have been tracking her. Well, maybe not that, but yeah. Um, so they're they're just called map beacons. Um, she she asks Nim to fetch the map beacons. He pulls them out of like a roll top desk. They're in a little uh, pewter box, and he pulls out the continental map and he tosses the four map beacons onto the map. One for each of you without Piper. Um, she doesn't have one, but one for each of you. And I remember they had different colors that you had chosen. Flint, your your map beacon is a gold color. Philosiel's was green. Mace Cores was silver. And Dresden's was dark red. So they tossed the four map beacons onto this map on the table. And Flint's and Mace Cores and Dresden's all jostle together in the middle of the map right over Green Hall, which is drawn in this location. And Philosios topples off of the table. Uh, give me a perception check, please, everyone in the room. A 23. That's a 22 for Piper as well. Nine. Fuck me. Uh, and then a 16 for Dresden. Uh, Lanira and Nim are pretty perceptive too, so they're obviously going to keep an eye on this thing. Um, everyone except for Macecore, uh, who gets distracted because you hear a noise out the window, 
and you look out and it's like a clattering cart being rolled down the hill that someone just lost control of and it's like going down at full speed and uh, there's something crazy happening out there. But this, this map beacon, this green map beacon slides off of the table and then you all watch as it slowly slides across the floor and bumps up against a closed cabinet. And it starts to slide up the front door of this cabinet. And it's just stuck now, hovering on the... It's hovering, like, horizontally, standing on the front of this cabinet. Well, Nim, what does that mean? Does that mean Felucio's in the closet? Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, hello, I'm Piper. Is she uh, I pulling out her Beretta? I don't think that's probably what it means, but is there perhaps something in the cabinet? Do you have a map in there? Perhaps? Uh, Nim says, Well, there are some ancient texts in the closet there. Uh, I haven't read any of them recently. I, I, I paged through them when we were searching for some of your lost locations, but... None seem to contain any pertinent information for your purposes, but it is peculiar. Perhaps let's take a look. And he walks over slowly, and he opens the opposite door from the one that the beacon is stuck on. And this time the beacon moves quickly. It slides to the edge of that door and inside the dark cabinet. And for a moment, Nim is... uh, just taken aback by that. Then he opens the second door and the beacon is now standing on top of the cover of a book. And Nim with trembling hands pulls this book out of this cabinet and he brings it over with the beacon now hovering, balancing like perfectly on top of it. And he sits the book down on top of the table and you can all see the title and it says, A Study of the Planes of Existence by Laszlo Angel. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. And that's a good place for us to see if I wrote that down somewhere. I definitely did. So many notes. Good lord. Wow. Dude, all we have to do is just go back, rewrite this, <laughs> and we'll have a Tolkien-esque novel with homages to so many other stories. Oh my god, I can't believe you have the, the oh, lizard that made it out. Haha, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, that's one of the weird ones that, that was, like, was easy quest, to remember. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know uh, where I wrote that, but um, yeah, you all like picked what color yours would be. That's all right. It's not all right. Uh... Bullets, you're dead. <laughs> it's not all right. <laughs> Our friend is dead. Dresden almost died. <laughs> I'm probably gonna have to say that again real soon. Probably shouldn't make that a tired statement. Oh, here we go. I got it. Ha! Found it. Wow. <laughs>